Welcome to Hydrate Level 4. I'm your host, Peter. I'm our co-host, Phoenix. And today we got a couple of guests. My daughter, Phoenix's sister, Tana. Hi. And a good friend of mine, Daniel. Hey. All right, we just got done watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 2014 version. Um, uh, going into this movie, I just expected some fun, and I definitely got that. What we will do first is I'll kind of um, pass the phone around, and we'll kind of give our ratings out of five. And then I will pause momentarily to give any listeners the chance to um, pause the podcast or what have you, because we will probably get into some spoilers. Uh, we'll kind of get into it a little bit and just thoughts about the movie overall. So if you haven't seen this movie yet, I would suggest you pausing at this point or after we give our ratings. So I will start with Tana. She's 12 years old. Out of five stars, what would you give it? A four and a half. Okay, Phoenix? Oh, I give it a three and a half. Okay, Daniel? Uh, three. Okay, and I will give it a 375. Uh, so we'll leave it at that for now. Hopefully those ratings will um, help you decide whether or not you want to go watch it in the theater. Uh, I think it's fun enough if you go, you know, as a family. Uh, I think everyone's kind of nodding their heads so they kind of agree. So at this point, if you don't want to hear any spoilers, go ahead, pause it, go watch the movie, come back and finish the podcast. Okay, so, Tana, do you have any history with the turtles at all? No, not really. Do you, what do you know about them? They're four turtles. They're ninjas. That's about it? Yeah. Okay, and Phoenix has already done the podcast on two of the, uh, the first movies. And Daniel, how about you? Uh, I grew up watching the cartoons and then uh, the old uh, turtle movies. That yeah. Came out. Did you see all three of them? Yeah. Okay. And you didn't see that 2007 CGI one, did you? Actually, no, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, me neither. So, but the the first 3, those are the ones that we kind of yeah. grew up watching. Okay. So, let's start with the Ninja Turtles. There's all four of them. They're about 6 feet tall, probably 2 250 pounds, something like that. Mm -hmm. They're they're pretty big and massive. In my opinion, I think that uh, each and each and one of them still carried the same characteristics and traits from what we know as the cartoons and the other movies. Do you agree, Daniel? Yeah, for the most part. Um, there's some things like uh, turtles being bulletproof and stuff. I don't recall them being bu bulletproof. Yeah, I, the, the, yeah. There, there's a scene towards the end that they are getting shot at by M4s, and they realize that it's not penetrating through the skin, and they're saying that they're bulletproof. So I guess this uh, this mutagen, uh, this new version of the ooze, is uh, giving them some pretty massive strength. Uh, and they really play loose with this. You know, this is a Nickelodeon film. You can't go in here expecting too much. I, To be honest, at first, I thought that this was going to be a little bit more grounded, it's, but it's not. It's kind of in the same vein as the other three movies. They kind of just do whatever they want and kind of um, do certain things because it looks cool. But as far, um, you know, like from the adult's perspective, I know a lot of times I was kind of sitting there with my arms crossed and kind of like nodding like, okay, sure, they're just doing it to be cool because it, it makes no sense mm -hmm. whatsoever. Phoenix, what do you think of the Turtles? I thought they really overplayed the personalities more than the cartoons and the... Uh... The older movies because I don't remember Ralph being Ralph being so tough, Michelangelo being so stupid. I know he was stupid, but not 
as much as he was in this movie. Donatello not being that geeky, he was extremely geeky in this movie. And uh, I don't know, Leo's pretty much the same, but they really overplayed their personalities in this movie. Tana, did you have any thoughts on the turtles? Um, I like all of them. They're really awesome. You, did you like all four of them equally, or did you like one more than the others? Um, I liked the geeky one. Uh, Donatello, the purple one? Mm -hmm. Is it because he's purple or because he's geeky? Both. Okay. Um, okay, what I think about them... Michelangelo, we know him traditionally to be kind of like the surfer guy, right? His accent is more like SoCal, mm -hmm. I would say. I think they moved him up to the Bay Area, right? Because they made Michelangelo kind of a, a stereotypical inner youth from the Bay Area. Uh, he's saying bruh a lot, and uh, he's hit, constantly hitting on April, which is nothing new. But a lot of his mannerisms and stuff like that is... Um, is your stereotypical black kid. I actually read somewhere where originally there was an idea to have Michelangelo wear a gold chain, which they scrapped because it would just that, that would just be on the nose and straight up racist, really. Um, Leonardo, I think he's actually kind of had the smallest role of the four. Uh, Raph, they kind of like the other movies. He wasn't like the central turtle, but there's a point where the turtles get captured and... Uh, Raph, he, you know, quote-unquote dies. He he gets hit by some debris in the sewer, and they assume he's dead, and they just leave him. They don't even check on him. And so he kind of has a moment where he kind of um, forwards the story a little bit. Now, April O'Neil is played by Megan Fox. Uh, Daniel, what do you think of her um, her casting? I didn't like her as April. and uh, She had her mouth open a lot. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It kind of reminded me of Transformers too much. Of, you know, oh, I'm, right. But it's got that Transformers feel to it, yeah. which is necessarily not a bad thing, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Phoenix, what do you think of April? I don't like that casting choice at all. When I first saw it, uh, I didn't really want to go watch this movie. Yeah. Tana, did you like her? Uh, she's okay, I guess. Yeah, she's, she's whatever. Um, in the beginning, it was kind of really about her, uh, and I'm glad that they decided to you know show us more action with the turtle and the turtles and they they did a lot more uh, in this, you know in the latter half of the movie what i did like is they uh, gave her a yellow le leather jacket which which uh, definitely p uh, pays homage to you know the uh, the cartoons and the comics whereas in the first ninja turtle movie in 1990 she wore a yellow raincoat which was like for the opening scene and that was it so I appreciated that. Megan Fox is a brunette, and in here she has a tint of red hair. Um, but I would have preferred, you know, maybe Emma Stone. You know, maybe she could have done um, a, a better, you know, acting. I, I'm not oh, sure. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Um, April's a reporter, and they really play with that, you know, probably for like the first third, maybe the first half mm -hmm. of the movie. And then the second half, like, she's been chasing the story, right? Nobody's believing her or anything like that. There's no resolution to that mm -hmm. whatsoever in the second half of the movie. You know, the Turtles are definitely on a mission. They have things that they're doing. But we never see her go back to work trying to, you know, look, okay, I'm not crazy. Here's the story. You know, she none of that. There was no resolution to that mm -hmm. character arc at all. So their choice to even have her be at work and you know people thinking she's crazy I don't even know why they did that um, the writing was again it's a Nickelodeon film so a lot of things I just felt 
What do you think about the writing? I mean, you, we, we spoke previously uh, before the recording that you, you mentioned the story was kind of blah. Yeah, it wasn't that. Uh, I mean, I think it could have been written a little bit better. I mean, there's a lot of things that are a little bit far-fetched, but, I mean, of course, again, yeah, you know. And they, they connected all the turtles. characters. That, that yeah. was one thing that I didn't really like. There's a guy uh, played by William Fichtner, or Fichtner, I can't pronounce his last name correctly, but he plays a, a guy uh, named Sachs who uh, worked with April O'Neil's dad. And he is, um, you know, this industrialist tycoon kind of thing, right? He's got a, a lot of money. And he's the one that created the Shredder suit, which is basically a robotic uh, mechanized weapon is, is what it is. And we do have a guy that's called Master Shredder who is uh, who Sachs works for. Um, his storyline, I didn't care for at all. And for what, they, uh, what their plan was, was just kind of like he should have just been Shredder. Yeah, you know, I, there was no point in having this second guy, which was surprising to me because I thought, I thought uh, Sax was going to be Shredder the whole time, and then they introduced Master Shredder, who eventually wears a suit. I'm like, okay, wow, okay, I didn't see that coming. But then, uh, the fight scenes were awesome, but I was just like, okay, but the guy that plays him, there's really no point to it. And then we have Will Arnett, who I like who plays uh, Vern something, he's April's cameraman. He's kind of a comedic relief, and he has the hots for her. But um, the the choice to cast him in the role, I'm not sure why, because he, he didn't do anything. And if you wanted to have a guy that can drive April around and be there to kind of save them, why can't they just go with a younger guy? You know, that, that is more April's age, because I think they're like 15, 20 years apart, which is a little weird, uh -huh. you know? Um the Foot Clan. Go oh, that. yeah, and then the the Foot Clan in here, they're more street soldiers, right? They're kind of domestic terrorists, you know. They 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 wear masks. Uh, they have guns. Um, they don't even even they don't even have a really big role in here, but they're there. They work for Sachs, you know. They um, they're guys that Shredder wants to train to to replace the old Foot Clan or something. The story's really convoluted. There's a lot of things they throw at you, but um, and they try to connect it, which confuses the heck out of me mm -hmm. um and there wasn't a police i mean in the history of like the turtles were there police all actually involved in any of that stuff because i didn't see what do you mean i mean you know when there's something going on as far as crime with a foot oh, soldier in this movie I mean, yeah yeah there was uh, there was no involvement of the police um there was a lot of crimes and stuff like that but the turtles handled most of it right yeah there was no involvement of uh, the police uh, there was one point where the turtles were all in cages and uh, Sachs, who uh, created them, there was a line dropped that uh, originally they were thinking about using rabbits. And I wonder if that's kind of a, a nod to uh, one of their friends. Um, what was that rabbit from the cartoon? Do you remember? It's like uh, something Yojimbo or Osaki Yojimbo or something like that? I don't remember. I it forgot. Is, huh? uh, it, it is. But I can't remember the rabbit's name. But yeah, it definitely is a nod. Yeah, I'm sure the the turtle fans are yelling at me because I forgot his name. But it's something Yojimbo. But yeah, he was the rabbit from another dimension. I think that was Brian. You don't remember that? I don't remember. That. Yeah, it was in the cartoon. Um, they they never introduced that into the movies. But so I wonder if that was kind of a nod to it. Uh, another thing is the turtles are uh, apparently originally they were April O'Neil's pets. And that's why they exist. Uh, so was Splinter, and I, I, I guess she named them. 
Yeah, that was something. that was new. So I, yeah, I mean, that's completely new. So yeah, in this movie, they're just really trying to connect everything, and it, it just was not needed. Uh, we had, it, I guess, there's no turtle movie without Splinter sitting somebody down and explaining how they all came to be. Mm-hmm. You know, when April was kind of there uh, herself. Um, some of the things, uh, like uh, when April first meets the turtles. Some of them drop each other's names, and she kind of repeats it. So I thought that she was just trying to remember their names so she can write, like, a story or something. Mm -hmm. But um, she's repeating the names because she remembers those names. And uh, so she goes back, and she tries to find old tapes um, of, like, her uh, her and her dad's lab, and she's just filming a bunch of things. Now, the timestamp in the video was uh, March of 99, and the present time... No, no. June of 99, the present time was March 2014. So the turtles are at least 14 years 14, old. 15, yeah. They are, yeah, definitely teenagers in these uh, this movie. What do you think about when they when they first met April up on the roof? Um, with the camera, yeah, she 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 finds them. I mean, she was using the camera a lot on, on that yeah. phone. Yeah. But um, I understand that she wants to turn on the flash to get a good picture. But you're really putting yourself in like I don't know. It's 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 a kid's movie. It is. It is. You know, Tana gave it a four and a half, so she really enjoyed it, and and that's why I wanted to go last or us anyway because I, I we grew up with this stuff, mm-hmm. so I knew our rating might be a little bit lower. Uh, I think I gave it a three seventy five is because I I think they um did well with uh, nods to. You know, to the uh, the source material. Mm-hmm. There was one funny part where uh, Raph first starts talking, and then like Michelangelo is like, "Oh, he's doing his Batman voice," and I thought that was hilarious because Will Arnett actually voices Batman in in uh, in that which Lego the uh, the Lego movie, yeah. Um, and Splinter, uh, I thought oh, yeah, well, Splinter and Shredder had a relationship way way back then, kind of, and like you know, in the old Turtle movies, right, right. right? And, and it's funny because when they do first meet, they start talking like 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 like, uh, like Shredder had known. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was super weird. But um, speaking of Splinter, what do you think about Splinter? His look. They, I don't know if you noticed, but like I've seen some of the trailers, and like Splinter has been shown very like little. Uh, you can kind of see him in the trailers, but like. I mean, what did you think when you first saw him? Man, when I first saw him, I mean, I, I thought of this guy who was bored one day, sweeping the floor, found a kung fu book, decided yeah. to do kung fu. Now he's wearing a, now he's wearing this whole kung fu outfit with a right. with a goatee. So, yeah, so um, goes all out on the <laughs> look fu. of Splinter. He looks kind of Japanese, right? His, his whiskers yeah, yeah, is yeah. like the Japanese, uh, you know, your stereotypical Japanese uh, sensei. Uh, mustache handlebars yeah you know and and um he obviously walks around like he's like like some kind of sensei there's really no explanation as to like if there's any type of uh a japanese background for splinter the way they explain it on how the turtles know a uh, ninjutsu is that splinter was walking around and found a ninjutsu book in the sewer he decided to teach himself and then teach it to the turtles so I wonder how long did he take to learn ninjutsu himself before he taught them? Fifteen years. Well, the, yeah, but uh, like, how long do you think it would take like somebody just to learn ninjutsu on their own? You know what I mean? I mean, just based off of the book, do you think like a year or two years? So now, now it's taken them like twelve years. Right. You see, um, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I guess that's a better explanation than um, 
Uh, I don't know if you remember, but the first Turtle movie, uh, Splinter was a rat. Uh, he was a pet to a Someone. guy who knew... Who was a master. Right. And and so yeah, so Splinter would mimic these moves. So when he got bigger, he trained the Turtles. Yeah. Maybe I would have... Why don't you just stick with that? Yeah, like, I would have appreciated that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, because, than... because there were some nods to, 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 to some of the older movies anyway. Right. Um, here, here's a big kind of spoiler alert if, if you decided to continue listening without watching the movie. But there's a point where there's a big fight uh, with Splinter and Shredder in the sewer. The first time that like we see Splinter ever look defeated. And I thought he was dead. I thought they really killed him off. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that scene was pretty emotional. And, and the Splinter in this movie, I didn't care about at all. But the reason I was sad was because of the Splinter I knew from the other three movies. Right. So, so yeah, there's a point where they kill Splinter, but he really doesn't die, you know, because he comes back at the end. So I thought that was very um, interesting that they did. The fight between Shredder and Splinter was very reminiscent of um, Yoda versus Darth Maul. That's what it, that's what I exactly what I yeah, remember. Yeah, and the music was almost like very similar too. You know, you had that that operatic opus you know mm-hmm. with a with i don't know how to explain the music but it, it's it's it was like a ripoff of phantom menace uh, or wait no, no 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 i think yoda fought in uh the second one yes the latest one the yeah episode two yeah. i think that's where he fought and it was like all cgi and flipping around so, so that's what it really seemed like to me a lot of influences there yeah. did you guys have any favorite scenes uh, just the rooftop as far as action goes. Yeah. Was, how about a how about a funny scene? Uh, I don't recall a funny scene that sticks out of my okay. head, my my mind right away. Did you have any favorite scenes or a funny scene that you liked? I think the funniest scene to me was when the uh, the turtles were going down the hill, being chased by the Foot Clan, and Donatello is saving Leo from being tasered, and he uses this stick to kind of catapult this truck. And he's never tried it before, so when he does, it goes in this slow motion scene, and he makes this really geeky face and noise. Yeah, because like, he's amused by it, yeah. Yeah, that, that it worked, and yeah, that, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, funny. Tom, did you have a favorite scene or a funny scene that you liked? Um, the, my favorite funny scene was always um, the one with Mikey, the one? Uh-huh, yeah, Michelangelo, yeah, Mikey. Yeah, he's really funny. Oh, just anything with him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the um, favorite scene, I, I, I like a lot of the fighting. I mean, I know it's CGI. Uh, yeah, all, all the stuff at the rooftop was, was pretty cool. I like the, um, the fighting in the beginning. I, I don't have a scene that sticks out that, that's like my favorite. A funny scene that I liked was when they're in the elevator. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was actually pretty funny. So and, and we saw a little bit of that in the trailer. But basically what happened uh, is that they're in an elevator and they're going up to like the 54th floor. So it's, it's going to be – it's going to take a while. Uh, I'm just glad that it didn't stop in between for people to get on. Yeah. But uh, so they're standing there and Michelangelo just starts beating his nunchucks together, you know, in a beat. And then, and then you see Raph start nodding his head, and then I think uh, so, uh, Michelangelo breaks into a beatbox, and so they all start chiming in, and they start like doing like little hip hop beatboxing, and so th- that was fun. That was fun. It, it, you can see that that's something that they do together. So I kind of appreciated that. That's something that we didn't really see a whole lot of before. I think in the previous movies, uh, where where they had a thing that they did other than like just eat pizza together. Which in this movie they introduced that uh, April's the one that introduced them to pizza, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it, I I thought it was pretty funny, you know. Uh, the, and I know it's geared for the you know kids and family, 
uh, again, you know, Tana's 12. She enjoyed it, you know, four and a half. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty good. Um, so I thought it was fun. It, uh, definitely a lot of things that made me cross my arms and just kind of like, you know, shake my head and, you know, um, again, the way they portray Michelangelo. Okay, sure. It's a little bit more modern. I can kind of see it. Raph, I like, I like the way he talks. It, it, he doesn't have that thick New York accent. So uh -huh. that's, that, I like that better. Uh, Leonardo again. He was kind of kind of non-existent in this one, and yeah. Donatello, like his. Um, I'm used to the Corey Feldman voice, and in this one, uh, I don't know any of the guys that voice um, these turtles, but Donatello, his voice is a lot higher. He sounds a lot more like a kid. Mm -hmm. What I like about this Donatello, he kind of reminds me of Jar Jar, which I hate um, from the first Star Wars movie, Episode One, but they definitely you know, make him super smart in here. So he didn't really do too much scientific stuff before in the movies, and he's definitely doing it now. Which, uh, and, and another thing that was cool was at the end, they introduced uh, the turtle car, the turtle van or whatever. Mm -hmm. It almost looks like a, um, uh, what was that car? Like, almost like a, uh, not the cube, but, you know, something kind of small and boxy. Fiat uh, Fiat's more of a car, though. But this this one's a little bit more like, like, a, like a mini sports SUV kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not his soul. Something like that, you know. I, I yeah. wish it'd be a little bit bigger, you know. I, 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 I would. Gonna... It would be cool if it was like a like a really big Humvee like, or something. Or an eighteen van. Yeah, something like that. But <laughs> but this car was kind of small. But it, that's cool, you know, because we didn't get to yeah, see it in any of the other three movies. Uh, I guess that's it. Well, okay. The, the, what what we discussed earlier. There there was a scene where three of the turtles were caged, and this is where Raph, uh, April O'Neil, and Vern come to save them and so their their blood is being drained because uh, of what's in their blood it, it has the mutagen that um I, I guess sax needs for what to cure something it's part of his plan which i don't even want to get into because i think it's dumb uh, but there's a part where april she goes up to donatello it's like you know what can, you know basically what can i do to free you guys you know and he just whispers adrenaline so she goes through this little monitor um that they're all hooked up to and she starts like uh, basically upping the adrenaline levels now daniel you work in the medical field um basically in this scene she's trying to up their adrenaline levels so that way they can get enough strength to break out of these glasses which raf couldn't do on his own right so so we're to think that this adrenaline is going to be able to give them the strength to, to break the windows. Now, you said that this is not possible? Well, no, because I or mean... Or it's just it, a little far-fetched? It's a little far-fetched. I understand they're trying to go with the adrenaline thing because everybody knows what adrenaline is. It gets yeah. you hyped up. But, I mean, if your blood is coming out of you, you know, you're completely weak, and adrenaline actually stimulates your heart to beat faster. So without the blood... You know, you can't get your heart to beat faster, so it's kind of contradicting right there what yeah. it is, if you know what it is technically. Sure, how and, and these kids won't know. Exactly. And that's why you listen to the show, to get good information like that. Right. Yeah, so, so I, I'm glad you were watching, because I was sitting there, and I'm all like, well, Daniel might know if this is, you know, if this would work or not. Uh, Kings, did you have any other thoughts on this movie? Um, on this particular scene where she's trying to up their uh, adrenaline levels, it's funny because it's actually, uh, it's not a touchscreen computer. And she's tapping on the glass of the computer to make the adrenaline levels go up. And it's actually working. Like, she's not touching any buttons or keyboards or anything else. Yeah. It, it's kind of nitpicky, but I don't know what you mean. Like, uh, it was kind of bothering me, the fact that she was trying to push the button to up the levels of adrenaline. But it was going, like, you know, 
it's going up really slow, and you would think something like that, there could be a button that, that will really speed it up, but it was, yeah, it was going like, one, two, three, like, and she was just tapping, and mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now, Daniel, would you watch this again? Uh, not in the movie theaters, but definitely all on video. Yeah. Phoenix? If it was worth $5 in the later future, yes. Tana? Yep. Well, of course, because Tana loves it. Uh, I, I'd watch it again. Three seventy-five. dollars it's really not that bad. It, it, it's, you know, um, I'll be honest. It, it is a little bit better than I had expected, but it's it's not great, in my opinion, you know, and, and this is coming from a fan who grew up on the other stuff, right? So those are my turtles. These, they're cool. This is for a new generation. I'd watch it again if it's on TV. I'll, I'll buy it because that's just what I do. I'm, you know, I just buy movies if they're, you know, good deals. Um, added to my collection, but I think the first turtle movie is better, uh, uh-huh. story wise. Absolutely, this these turtles. I like the way they look. You know, and the, Shredder. Sh- Shredder looks awesome, but but just I didn't think he was needed. You know, if you got the sax guy, get, get rid of one of them. You know, don't sax is like Tatsu, but talks more. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And Shredder barely talks too. Shredder doesn't talk. He doesn't really move the story forward. He's just there to look cool and and to fight. Push buttons. Yeah, and and a lot of the fight scenes. Um, yeah, I really like the fight scenes. They're just really awesome. And I know they drew influences from like Raid Redemption and and um, I forgot what other movie, but yeah. So so that's basically all of our thoughts. You guys already heard our ratings earlier in the movie or earlier in this recording. So uh, appreciate you guys downloading and checking us out. So you know if you want to ever email in, you can do so at hlfpodcast at gmail dot com. Find us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Stitcher. Until next episode, I'm Peter. I'm Phoenix. We'll see you later. That's my fam. I'll hold them down forever. Us against the world, we can battle whoever. Together ain't no way we gon' fail. You know I got your back, just like a turtle shell. Nobody do it better. All my brothers tryna get some cheddar We all wanna cut like the shredder Me and my bros come together for the dough Bought the orange Lamborghini, call it Michelangelo With the nunchuck dough, and I'm pulling up slow When we fall up in the party, they know anything goes Check my Rolex, they say I'm the man of the hour All this green in my pockets, you can call it turtle power In between me and my brothers, we all around if it's going down. It's just us, all for one. Yeah, you hear right? Our business done, we disappear into the night. Came up together, so we all down for the fight. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Family ain't nothing strong as that. And I'll be posted where the strongest at. Brothers by my side, city on my back. Real heroes, that's what the people want. They ain't born, gotta create them. Saying we gone soon as we save them. That's part of the plan. By my side, I'ma keep my brothers. Live or die, man, we need each other. Uh. Oh,
shock.